You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to the History of Modern Politics. My name is Chris Spangle. Thank you so much for joining us here on the program. Joining me is my co-host, Matt Whitliff. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks, Chris. So History of Modern Politics is a show that Matt and I have been talking about how long? Five, six years? Yeah, probably something like that. <laughs> but but to do it right, we uh, we never really had the time, and we both both have made the decision that we're just going to do it. Uh, and the the whole reason that we want to do the history of modern politics is that to understand the present, you must understand the past. And we're both history nerds. And as you study history, you start to see the same common themes popping up throughout history. Everything is, uh, I'm not sure who said the quote, but history doesn't repeat itself, it rhymes. And that is very true. And so when we started talking about, we actually did two episodes, uh, it was called Defined back in mid-2018, and those are both posted on the free feed, which you can find at historyofmodernpolitics.com or wearelibertarians.com. And that they're both up there. It's and we were going to define terms. And the more we started talking about the definition of libertarianism, anarchism, conservatism, progressivism, the further the timeline started moving back. So it wasn't just 1994. We really needed to start in like 8094, <laughs> and probably even further back. But there just has to be some starting point. And so the goal of the show over the forthcoming seasons and years uh, is to essentially give a person who is interested in politics a background of American politics, its worldviews, and how our modern conversations have fully developed. And uh, that is going to take shape through history and, and the different types of history, both intellectual history uh, social history, meaning what is the kind of life lived by the average person throughout history, w- what's called the great man of the great uh, man of history, the theory of great man history. Great man theory. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Uh, where it's like, you know, King Louis the Sun King and he interacted with Henry the whatever, you know, so there that th- that kind of history is really kind of the course of most of history until the mid 60s when there started to be more cultural history, which is a lot of anthropology and social history and economic history. And we're going to blend all of these different things uh, and try to give someone a full understanding of how we ended up where we're at, both good and bad. Um, My name is Chris Spangle, and I am the host. uh, I am the founder of the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Uh, I am the host of The Chris Spangle Show and Liberty Explained and several other podcasts. You can find all my different projects at chris-spangle.com. And um, I'd love for you to go check out The Chris Spangle Show, which is a weekly discussion of politics and current events. And we do much the same thing where we give you a full deep dive into uh, politics so you have a full understanding of what's going on. So you sound smarter when you're talking with your friends. And that's the whole goal of the entire network and all of our shows and this podcast as well. Now, Matt, I'm a libertarian. You and I met in the libertarian world. We are both libertarians, like more like classical liberals, independent, moderate types. 
of libertarians in general. We want to acknowledge our bias here um, and say that we will be fair to to all different parties. You know, when talking about the right, the left, the middle, um, and and different groups throughout history, but. I think it's only fair that we acknowledge that we do have a political point of view uh, and where we come from. Yeah, absolutely. And and you and I, as you mentioned, got started uh, of getting to know each other back 13, 14 years ago now. Yeah. Uh, as I was starting to get more interested into politics and, and I had started a blog and, and you had just joined. Uh, well, actually, I had not even joined the uh, the Libertarian Party at that point yet. And, and then I was chasing you down and you were chasing me down. And, and so, you know, we go back a while and, and then, you know, put in our, put in our years in the trenches, if you will. <laughs> and then both <laughs> kind the of lost, then both kind of lost interest. And in then both politics. kind of lost interest, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And there's, so, there's an old rule in politics that hacks don't die. Hacks, p- political hacks just go off to study history. And <laughs> we are continuing that tradition that happens. It's so funny that I work on another history podcast called leaders and legends with Robert Vane, who's the former deputy mayor, uh, former spokesperson for the Republican Party of Indiana. And and he's great friends with all the establishment Republicans and Democrats, people like Ed Tracy, former county chair. And they just all get together at lunch and talk about history. They're like, could the Cities have done this? I mean, it's very, you know, what if what if Hitler had done that? They don't talk about politics anymore. You study history. And Robert said, I study history because I can choose the outcome now. <laughs> it's a there lot less frustrating. There you go. And and so so yeah, I mean, I, I, over the last few years I've been, you know, pursuing a few of my own little kind of pet projects and and hobbies and as you noted earlier, right? We've we've kind of had this idea percolating in the back of our heads for for several years now and and you know, I think you know, you've been doing a ton of reading, I've been doing a ton of reading and now it's exciting to come together and and try to start putting something together where we can where we can help kind of folks learn that arc of history and, and you know, neither of us are professional historians. Right. So, you know, disclaimer. Uh so this is going to be but we'll get we'll get in depth. We're not going to get nearly as in depth as you might find on other history podcasts or going in and reading uh, you know, deep deep history biographies or or overviews, right? But we'll help you find the resources that we're looking at um so that we can you know share that intel and and areas that you have interest get even deeper yeah i mean for me i've been a huge history nerd since i was a kid we used to go to st augustine florida as kids and um i have tape of me at five years old giving history tours little history podcasts uh (laughs) that i'll play on the show maybe sometime um but i've i've you know, I have uh, really wanted to do this show for a long time. And, you know, when you when you there are great shows like Dan Carlin's Hardcore History that we've been influenced by or the history of Britain. Um, I'm not sure uh, the name of the, the the guy that does it, but he does a great job. But it's very in-depth. I mean, he's done this for yep. since 2013 and he's on still in like 1066, you know, so. We don't want to do that. We want to. We're, this is not going to be exhaustive by any means. This is going to be uh, an overview, and then give you resources to go check out further things, just so you're aware. I think awareness, and and then you can dive deeper on your own. 
Um, we're certainly, like you said, not professional historians. I am a history major at IUPUI, currently working. And, and part of the reason that this has got, gotten started is I went back to school to learn how to do history, to learn how to research, to learn how to read uh, like in depth for a project like this. And I got an A plus in history of uh, the history of Britain before 1688 last semester. Woo-hoo. And I was like, this is really cool. Let's, that's what I started reaching out to Matt and saying, let's take a look at uh, restarting this project. Uh, and I'm basically using my uh, history degree to, to output content here. Um, <laughs> so I'm paying yeah. to do this show handsomely yeah, awesome. $300 a credit hour. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, my love of history goes goes way back too, right? So I think on, on our little bio, I talked about writing books in crayons, right? When I was a kid, but like literally I've got, I actually found it cleaning out the basement the other day, uh, a book that I, I wrote, uh, which was basically just copying encyclopedia entries, but <laughs> as a first grader of every single president up at that time up to ronald reagan right with their you know their biographical sketch where they were born who their wife was what president number they were etc and you know i can remember you know every year when i was a kid i would get the world almanac uh i don't know if they even publish these anymore right but um you know i would just sit and read encyclopedias and world almanacs and memorize flags and and you know capital cities of all, all the countries around the world and things like that so the, the that love of facts and figures and trivia combined with the arc of history is uh, something I've always always been a fan of and and happy to come back to really sink my teeth into some history with you here Chris. And you're working on a book. I don't know how much you want to say publicly about it, but we should tell people that uh, Yeah, yeah, that- sure. I mean, it's it's probably quite a few years out (laughs) at this point, but uh, I'm writing an alternate history book around, um, actually it follows the theory of the, the, the kind of the movements and changes of history as opposed to the great man theory of relooking through the lens of American history under the context of what if the losing president, the second place finisher in all the elections was actually the winner. And, you know, I came up with that idea actually in um, and started the project in, in 2016 when Hillary Clinton lost to Donald Trump. Um, you know, will history remember Hillary Clinton, right? Does history typically doesn't remember the losers, right? Now, right. she was an interesting character. Um, and that got me thinking of like, okay, let, let's look at, you know, all the names of the people who finished second place, right? And sometimes very close. And what if the world just changed a little bit, you know, you wouldn't remember names that are basically forgotten today. And so this was an approach to bring those names to light, do some research on who these people are, who these individuals were, and then rewrite the lens of history uh, through that without, without doing the butterfly effect, which is makes it a very interesting thing, right? So that uh, the general pulse and wave of United States history still kind of stays the same, but just with different characters and players at the top. So we have th- we have four goals for this podcast, and we want to state the overarching goals, and then we'll get into how we're going to execute them. So the first is to understand modern politics, and I think people have to have an understanding of how current arguments have developed, and people can learn a lot of insight by uh, into current events by examining the past. The second is we want people to understand the long fight for liberty so we don't squander it. And that may sound uh, excessively libertarian, but civil liberties, the, the, just the, I mean, if you look at the arc of the last 50 years, personal liberty has greatly expanded in many ways that people on both the left and right enjoy, whilst 
a lot of other freedoms, maybe economically, have contracted. And so we want to yeah. give a good understanding of all of that. We want to define libertarianism, conservatism, progressivism, and the main three strains in politics today uh, and some of the lesser streams um, through intellectual history and the various different types of history. The study of history is historiography. 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 <laughs> I've never said the word out loud. Tough word. <laughs> um, uh, and, and we'll talk a little bit about that because I think like politics, when you pull out and examine your sources of am I, am I just listening to the Daily Wire or Vox, maybe I should balance it out this, history works much the same way. Uh, and lastly, we want to guide the listener to resources to learn more about the subjects briefly covered through this series. So you can go and dig in depth. For the first four or five episodes, I've read half a dozen to a dozen books, and we've listened to a bunch of podcasts and great courses and all kinds of different things. So we are going to guide you to a bunch of different resources and kind of tell you where the lay of the land is, who's important you know, when in medieval history, you should know Norman Cantor. Why is he important? Who is he? And how does he influence medieval history and your understanding of it? You know, so that is, uh, that's an example that, uh, of where we'll kind of tell you who's important and who's writing about the history that you just kind of gleaned throughout your schooling. Now, we are going to start... Uh, so we'll talk about the outline briefly. You can see a very, very tentative outline at historyofmodernpolitics.com slash about and take a look at kind of the, the long sketch of the four seasons that we have planned out. It will change. We've, you know, as every good plan uh, doesn't hold together when it makes contact with the enemy. And so as we've started planning uh, to do uh, episodes one through three uh, over the next couple weekends, that's expanded into multiple different shows. And all right, so this is all going to change a lot, but we wanted to give you a general arc of where we're, where our head is at and how we're going to do it. We will be Eurocentric, and we are acknowledging that from the beginning because the goal here is to talk about American politics, and it's hard to separate um, American politics and the development of its government from Eurocentrism, specifically Britain. And so we are starting in Roman Britain and starting with the experience of the average uh, inhabitant of Britain in, in clan rule, and then talking about the development of British government and history until we flip over to America. Uh, we will not be Eurocentric the entire time. There's obviously, once you get to American politics, tremendous amounts of influences um, from black cultures, uh, immigrants of all different types and their cultures and the blending of that together. We Once we get there, we will talk about that, but we want to acknowledge that the beginning of this, when you look at it, will seem very Eurocentric, and, and we wanted to uh, just acknowledge that um, yep. and uh, just say that we have to have a starting point. We have to start somewhere, and that seemed like the most logical place, Matt. Yeah, absolutely, and, and you know... While there have been threads of, um, you know, forms of government that that exist in in other parts of the world, in the East, in Africa, uh, throughout history, that have had 
you know, tinges of uh, similarities to, you know, what we think of today as a modern liberal democracy. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, where it really came to fruition, uh, that type of concept of government was was in the West, right? Was and and with the the birth of America and the great experiment and the revolutions of of France and and we'll get to all that. It's going to be super exciting, but that is where the the thought process and the um, you know the birth of the American idea, if you will, and the politics thereof. You know, that's where it all kind of comes from. So, you know, we'll, we'll go on that journey. And, you know, as we can sprinkle in um, influences and relevant content from from other cultures, you know, we certainly want to do that. But, um, yeah, absolutely. It's going to we are taking that Eurocentric approach, uh, not because we think it's better. <laughs> right. Yeah. But that's just that's just how we got to where we are today. Yeah, I think once you get to the 20th century, you have to look at a lot of different black political thought and you know, this, not just the civil rights area, but uh, Du Bois and the different arguments, Marcus Garvey and some of that. And we will cover mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, but we are, we are also not starting in ancient Greece or Sumeria. Uh, and that is because a lot of uh, what we understand about ancient Greece and some of those cultures is a fairly new development. I mean, people in the Europe, for instance, didn't have a lot of cognition of, uh, you know, Plato and Aristotle until the Arabs brought it to them in the Middle Ages, um, near the Renaissance era. And the Victorian era is what really uh, threw gasoline on our understanding of the classics and ancient cultures. And then the 20th century with archaeology developing. And so we didn't want to start with the human experience in uh, those ancient BC cultures. Um, we wanted to, to take more of the intellectual history approach and give you a view of how politics developed from the most common experience of the guy living in the thatched hut in, in the Isle of you know Wales or Britain or uh, England or what is, the time was called Wessex. Or um, So we are... Oh, Wessex, Sussex, Essex, all those different places. So um, we are uh, not starting in Greece for that reason. A lot of histories will start with the ancients, and we are not doing it that way. We're starting uh, around uh, 94 AD, uh, or the common era, as historians would call it. Um, So now let's talk about uh, the, the particulars. We are looking at two a month. Uh, and that our original goal was one a month, but we figured we'd probably break this into two a month um, and make the episodes 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, we are not going to do four or five hour history podcasts, uh, although the history listener is accustomed to that and often likes that. We wanted to kind of make it a little more accessible um, and less daunting because sometimes your average person will look and see a four hour podcast. And even though it's the most brilliant content you've ever heard, like, you know, the, you know, the Armageddon podcast by Dan Carlin, mm. a lot of people won't start with that. Um, this is an idea that originally started as a thank you to the patrons of We Are Libertarians. And so we we have been promising, I have been promising this to the patrons of the We Are Libertarians podcast network for years at this point. And they're going first. And so they're going to get, if you are a patron of the We Are Libertarians podcast network at joinwallplus.com, W-A-L-plus.com, then you'll get the episodes in full six to nine months before the public will. You, if you don't feel comfortable joining 
to get early access to the podcast, joining a, a support of the libertarians. I get it. And so you can go to historyofmodernpolitics.com and join the Substack system there, and you can get the early access to these podcasts. Um, if you are a patron on the We Are Libertarian side, you can have free access to the historyofmodernpolitics.com. Just shoot me an email. You don't... It, you're more than welcome to pay twice, but you don't have to. Um, but uh, if you are listening on a free feed currently, because we are in Apple, Spotify, there is a public free feed in Apple, Spotify, Google, all those different podcast players currently, as well as the public website. Uh, the reason is that as we promote this on my main podcast, The Chris Spangle Show, I wanted there to be a placeholder. So in a few months when we start publishing this podcast to the public, then we already have a built-in audience. So, And I felt that that would be in some ways less confusing. So if somebody just kind of randomly hears it on a show or sees us talk about it on social media and then they go to their Google Player or Apple or Spotify and it's not in there, that is kind of annoying and frustrating. And they're like, what the hell was he talking about? So there is a free podcast feed set up. It will not have the episodes for many months. If you are hearing this and you're on that feed and you want access to the podcasts, then you should uh, go and join the We Are Libertarians Patreon or sign up at historyofmodernpolitics.com. So we will likely not start publishing episodes until 2022 on the free feed, but we are going to start publishing episodes here in the next couple weeks and get the ball rolling. So uh, this will be a seasonal podcast. Uh, this is very, very uh, research intensive. Um, I myself am reading a couple hours a day and have been for months for just the first few episodes. We're both listening to a ton. My, my whole life is medieval history and, and medieval <laughs> government. And so you just at some point need to have, have to have a break. And so, you know, as soon as we finish these episodes that we've got planned out the first you know, two, three, four, we're going to immediately start jumping into researching the next set of episodes. And then at some point we're going to want to break. So there will, it will be seasonal and we have not determined that break. Um, so, and, and if you've got any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, uh, my email is Chris at Chris com, And you can also email info at history of modern politics.com. Uh, Matt, I don't know if you want to put your email out there. If you have a Twitter, can, shameless self-promotion. You can find it over on historyofmodernpolitics.com and, and check out the uh, the About Us and, and my email is in there. All right, perfect. Yeah, and uh, you can follow us on our social media through uh, through that same page if you want to join us there. So, did I cover everything? Did I explain that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, great overview and... Um, you know, we're, we're really excited to get this going, and uh, thanks for covering all that, Chris. Absolutely. Well, thank you for help, helping do this. Uh, you know, I am a, uh, uh, I'm a buckshot when it comes to research. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm going to read eight books at a time and try to absorb all this information and then just blurt it out. Matt is a systems person, an engineer type, and has he's like, here's this outline that numbers 53 pages, and here's the structure of what we ought to do. I'm like, perfect. So thank you to you for uh, your systematic brain. 
Yeah, and unfortunately, I think we're up to six seasons now, Chris, instead oh, of really? four. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, a- as you noted, it- it's ambitious and the things are likely to change and, and we will see how the uh, how the outline flows as we get into it. Great. All right. Well, please go subscribe at historymodernpolitics.com or join wallplus.com. Make sure you check out our Twitter at HistoryModPod. They have, I don't know if you've seen this, Matt, but they've already uh, uh, banned us. <laughs> like, if you go to the oh, Twitter, wow. if you go to sign up, it says, this has some suspicious activity. Um, and we've literally put out two tweets. Um, so, I don't know how these companies want anybody to use their product. <laughs> but, love for you to go join the free email at HistoryOfModernPolitics.com. And you can get notified when we start going public or join the Substack or join the Patreon and you can start getting the content as soon as uh, in May of 2021. And with that, we say thank you, and we appreciate all of your support, and please tell your friends, have them subscribe. If you know a history lover in your life, the uh, best way, really the only way in the modern age uh, now to promote a podcast like this is through word of mouth. So with that, I say thank you for listening, and we will see you again soon.